We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have the 1 and 2 Detroit Lions going against the 1 and 2 New Orleans Saints. Can the Detroit Lions go two in a row and win week four? Find out on episode 129 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 129 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Pepsi. I am your host Tyler, joined by my main guy as always, Malcolm. Malcolm, how you doing on this nice Thursday evening, man? Man, you know, I'm doing good, man. You know, still a little high off that victory. Still celebrating, but, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm trying to move on to the next game, but. Yeah, roughly so, roughly so. Our other guy, Peter, will not be joining us today. You know, he had some occasion pop up today, and he will not be here to preview the New Orleans Saints, which is, I think, kind of a bummer for him because, you know, that's actually his brother's favorite team. And, you know, he wants to talk really highly about the Lions when sure he plays his brother's team because, you know, his brother tunes in too. So, Rob, I know you're listening right now. So, yep. shout out to you, Rob. Yeah, yeah. We're coming for you, Rob. We're coming for you. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know I know Pierre's disappointed to be missing this episode for sure, but I think he'll be happy if the Lions beat the Saints this Sunday. Then he could talk about the Lions' victory over the Saints, and he'll have bragging rights for a very long time. So uh, I know very long time. I know Pierre's always cheering for the Lions, but this is just a different type of cheering this week. <laughs> yeah, this is a different. This is this, this is different. So uh, on that note. Let's get right into the injury report, and then we'll break down the New Orleans Saints offense versus this versus Detroit Lions defense. 
On that note, Malcolm, you want to go ahead and break down the Detroit Lions report, and then I'll do the New Orleans Saints report after. Yes, I do. So the Detroit Lions injury report, we have C.J. Moore. He has a calf injury. He did not participate in practice all week. So most likely he is going to be out. Everybody else looked like they were limited, and they should be a go for Sunday. We have Hunter Bryant, hamstring. He was limited in practice pretty much all week. Deshaun Hand, he has a chest injury. He was limited in practice. We have Daryl Roberts. He has a hip injury, and he actually just showed up on a report today for the first time for a hip injury. So we got that's something to keep an eye on. And then we have Desmond Trufant, who practiced all week, and he, you know, he has his hamstring injury. But he was limited in practice all week, and he looked like he may be a go this Sunday. So that's something to yeah. look forward to as well. And also some other news, uh, not injury news, but transaction wise, Lions get safety J. Ron Kurtz back, making his debut this Sunday. Probably, uh, assuming he'll be activated. Uh, he'll be making his debut with the Detroit Lions after his three-game suspension. And the Lions have waived six-round running back from the 2019 class, Ty Johnson. So there's that. Um, we'll see if Johnson clears waivers and signs back with the Detroit Lions practice squad. Or if Johnson gets picked up and with another team. That is in wait-and-see mode right now. But that there's that. And then also... Running back Bo Scarborough is eligible to return this week. Haven't heard anything about him returning this week, but we'll know more pro- more about that probably on Saturday. And then same thing with cornerback Mike Ford. He's also eligible to return this Sunday, but also don't know about that. We haven't heard really much about that, but we should know a little bit more on that on Saturday yet again. So follow us on Instagram if you guys want to stay updated on that. But let's get into this New Orleans Saints injury report. Uh, a little more lengthy report. Some key guys on this injury report for the New Orleans Saints. First starting guard, uh, left guard Andreas P is dealing with the ankle. He has not participated the last two days. Uh, tight end Jared Cooks, who's been in the league forever, is dealing with a groin injury. He hasn't participated the last couple days. Cornerback Janoris Jenkins didn't participate on Wednesday. He was limited on Thursday. Marcus Davenport is dealing with the elbow slash toe. He was limited and did not practice on Thursday. So that's going to be interesting to watch out for. And then this one's really interesting. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, he's dealing with the hamstring that popped up on the injury report. On Wednesday, this was a little shocking. He was limited on Wednesday, but did not participate on Thursday. So that's going to be something to keep an eye out on Sunday um, to see if he ends up playing. And then everyone else, it looks like they should be playing. Uh, defensive tackle David Onyemeta. On I know I'm saying that wrong, but solid defensive tackle for the Saints. He was dealing with the calf injury, was limited on the injury report, and was not even listed today on the injury report. And then Michael Thomas is looking like he will be making his uh, return after week one, uh, after suffering a little injury with the ankle. And after missing a couple weeks, he looks like he will be returning this week at Ford Field. Interested to see how much he actually ends up playing. And then there is a depth linebacker, Chase Henson, who is dealing with a hip injury. He's been limited the last couple days. Probably should play. But uh, big news here on this injury report is Marshawn Lattimore. That's something to keep an eye out for. And then Michael Thomas, obviously, as well. Looks like... He should be playing this week, but Marshawn Lattimore is definitely the interesting guy to keep out to see if he's end up activated on Sunday and how much he could actually really do. So that's big. But let's get it right into this New Orleans Saints offense versus Detroit Lions defense, where this Detroit Lions defense actually looked very solid last week versus the Arizona Cardinals. And that's a very rare statement we've got to say for the Lions defense in a while in the three-year tenure of Matt Patricia. So... I'll read off the lineup, I guess. So uh, we'll read off the New Orleans Saints offense. Quarterback Drew Brees, obviously, the veteran. Running back Alvin Kamara, who's been fabulous this year. 
Running back Latavius Murray, which we know a lot about from when he was in the Minnesota Vikings. He's been a phenomenal B-type uh, B running back for the New Orleans Saints this year. Also to mention, uh, quarterback Taysom Hill. He's the backup, and you guys are wondering why we were mentioning the backup quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Taysom Hill is involved in this offense a lot. If a lot. He, yeah, if he's using the passing game, the running game, sometimes he's the quarterback. So something to definitely keep an eye out for. Wide receiver Michael Thomas, obviously, like I just mentioned, he should be back. Um, Obviously, a top five receiver, one healthy, so we'll see what he'll do. Uh, we'll see what his role is this week, too, if he ends up being activated. Manuel Sanders was one of their bigger free agent signings this offseason. The vet out of, came from the 49ers. He's had a, not a big role yet for the New Orleans Saints, but he's been speaking up lately, and I'm interested to see if he has a bigger role this week. Um, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Traquan Smith, another uh, receiver who's been with the Saints for a little bit now. He's their slot guy. He's solid. Uh, they're tight ends right now. I mean, it's a little shambles right now. I mean, like I mentioned, Jared Cooks is looking like he won't play. And the only tight end looks like who could be activated this game is the, the rookie out of Dayton, Adam Trotman. I don't know what he's really done this year. I mean, he hasn't had much opportunity. So that's going to be interesting from the tight end position. Liked him in the pre-draft process, but that's going to be very interesting to watch out for. This is where the Saints, you know, uh, Strong suit of their team is on their offense. Their offensive line is really good. Uh, Taron Armstead is one of the best left tackles in the league. He's he's really good. Uh, left guard, it was Andres Pete, but it looks like he will miss this game due to an ankle. So it looks like Nick Easton will step into that left guard spot. He's been okay, but when you have a guy like Taron Armstead by you, it's going to help out you a lot. Their center, Eric McCoy, another solid offensive lineman. He's been huge in the past and running game. Um, Elvin Kamara has looked great on, on this offensive line, and he's been a big help to go along with his tackles. Right guard, Cesar Ruiz. You know, he missed week one with a little injury. He was the first interior offensive lineman taken in this draft for Michigan. You know, he was highly regarded coming out of Michigan, and he was a guy I ended up really liking watching and at Michigan and just on film in the pre-draft process. And then on the right tackle, another great right tackle and arguably the best right tackle in all of football, Ryan Ramchek. I mean, this offensive line is great, uh, and it's shown this year with their running and their passing game. I mean, the Saints' offense has looked really good in these first three weeks, and that's a lot of credit to this offensive line. But that's enough of me talking, Malcolm. Um, what's your thoughts on this uh, New Orleans Saints' offense versus Detroit Lions' defense? Where do you see something the Detroit Lions can maybe uh, use to their advantage? The New Orleans Saints is a very smart team. I look at them because, you know, they have, you know, Drew Brees. And the thing that the thing with the, the Saints, and I've been saying this for a while, and just personally, me personally, and you can kind of see it from his play, that when they get to that, that 40, that, that 40 years old age, like when they get 40, you can kind of see like a, a slight decline in their game and look like the look like the Saints are doing everything that they can to cater towards Drew Brees. Now, if you look at like their offense, everything is like dump, dump off, dump off, you know, five yards here, five yards here, 10 yards here, screen, 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 you know, dump off to Kamara, dump off to Kamara. It's, it's just, he's not taking any shots downfield. I mean, I think the best game plan is just, you know, play, play the short game man. just, you know, everything up front to keep everything in front of you, you know, play the short game and just play it that way. That, that's the only thing I could think that the Lions can do with I that offense. It sounds a lot easier than set, you know, yeah, a lot yeah, easier yeah. said than done because this offensive line is going to give them time in the pocket. Alvin Camaro is going to separate eventually. Yeah, One of the yeah, best efforts. I mean, he's just an amazing running back, you know, both in the running and passing game. So, and you could just see, if you remember last week when they played the Packers, I mean, you just see so many terrible angles from defenses trying to tackle this guy because he's so freaking fast and so freaking agile. He could juke like crazy. He's just an amazing running back. And he's showing you why 
he was a top running back. You know, he was he he didn't look like this last year because he was doing a little with a little injury, but he's brought that you know that juice back. He looks good again, like really good again, and he's looking like he deserved that extension he got this offseason. Is, is there anything that we could that you think we could possibly do to slow him down? Like, is there like, like a game plan for Detroit? Like, are they gonna like man, like put a man on him? Like, say you know we're gonna put curse on him and have curse shadow whatever Kamara does all game. I mean, it's just, it's just difficult. I mean, you have the personnel to do it. You got guys like Jamie Collins. You got guys like J. Ron Curse to do it. But like like I mentioned, this offensive line is gonna give you time in the pocket to pass. He's gonna separate eventually. It's gonna be very difficult for these guys to you know hold them or contain them for a while. And you know, Detroit's pass rush hasn't looked all that great this year, you know? No, it hasn't. So I'm worried about that. You know, I, I'm worried that we're going to give Reese a lot of time in the pocket and he's going to just be able to dump off these balls. He's going to be able to throw those little crossing routes. And that's something Detroit has a problem with. I mean, especially when they play man coverage, which I don't think they could play man coverage, you know, 80% of the time in this game. I don't think it could happen. I mean, it, it depends because you're not worried about the deep ball. Yeah. So that's the only thing is that if you do play man, you play, you know, press man, but you just got to, you know, play everything up front. You're not worrying yeah. about the deep ball right now. So you could kind of play man here and it probably won't bite you in the ass. But if they kind of have like a style like they played last week where they mix it up, I think that's when Detroit Lions playing their best football. I think that even like and this goes back from to 2018, man, 2018, you know, toward the end of the season, when you start mixing it up, yeah. you saw their best football. Uh-huh. And this is the same thing. Like if you mix it up, you're gonna you're gonna create turnovers. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be able to make plays on the ball. It's better they mix it up for the, I mean for them to have a chance. But the only thing I could possibly think, man, is shit for Camara. I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, if I, I was a, if I was a defensive coordinator against this team, I'll run a lot of cover two, a lot of Tampa two cover two here to eliminate a lot of the passes in the, in the flats and and trying to keep everything in front of you. But yeah, that's what makes, I would do. Now, what, makes, what would Detroit do? Who knows? <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they know that the um, New Orleans don't go deep and they might still try to run like a cover four or something. Like, I, <laughs> this is something that Detroit would do, you know, so I don't yeah. know. Okay, and then as far as, you know, the receiving core, let's talk something about Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, you know. What's your, you know, thoughts on that matchup for the Lions? I mean, having Trufant come back is, is very big for this matchup yeah. because Trufant knows, you know, he knows a lot of Michael Thomas. You know, they played a lot. They played against Sheldon a lot. So he knows Michael Thomas, you know. So having him back is a huge help because if Jeff Okuda was on him, I would be a little bit worried. But yeah. I think Michael Thomas, I don't know how much he's going to play. I mean, his, his, that ankle injury, the, the way he got hurt, looked bad. And for him to come back this quick is is, is impressive. Yeah. But I don't think he's 100%. I think I, they're in a situation that they know that they're one and two. And even if he's like 60 or 70%, they're like, look, you know, we need you out on the field. You know, it's kind of like like how we had uh, Kenny Galladay last week. I was just going to say and that. Just, just having him on the field is it, going to make an impact. Yep. I think that's going to be the same thing. I think that's, that's, that's what they're going to try to do. I don't see Michael Thomas going off this game like a 10-catch, 10-reception game. I don't see that happening unless Jeff Okuda's on the mall game. Yeah. But besides that, I mean, I'm not really a person that probably will worry me that will probably scare me is Emmanuel Sanders and who's covering Emmanuel Sanders mm-hmm. because um, if it's if it's Amanya Warrior, you know, he has trouble with those those speedy guys that could go you know that break in and out of the routes like like quick guys. He has trouble with those type of guys. So it's going to be tough. So I could see Emmanuel Sanders probably having one of the bigger games. So it's going to be like a, a Camara and Emmanuel Sanders. That's probably going to do most of the damage I see. Yeah. Are, are you talking about Camara more in the passing game or more in the running yeah, game? Yeah, in the passing game because I don't, I, just, I just don't see it. I don't know how – unless they play like – if they play a lot of cover too, I mean, you can kind of neutralize it. Neutralize yeah. like the, the Camara plays and 
you know, you can control the flats and make sure nothing, you know, you could guard the flats. You're good, but I don't, I don't see him doing it. Yeah, that's true. And then um, Latavius Murray is another guy you got to watch out for too in the running game. You know, he he can get some nice. He's getting some nice pop after run, and that's credit to the offensive line as well. He's that's, been doing it for a while. Too. That's yeah. true too. Yeah, he might he might put some do some damage in the run game as well. Exactly, just running right up that A gap. So we'll see. I mean, the lines look better on the A gaps. You know, the gaps looked a lot better last week. So it did. So we'll see if that continues. But you know, the first two weeks it it really struggled, and they're running right up the middle. You know, both the Packers and both the Chicago Bears. So I don't know. This often scares me a lot. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Man, there's just a lot of matchups you got to worry about from the New Orleans side. You know, on their offense. You know, they just got so many playmakers. Yeah, I agree. I I, I know. You know, Pierre. You know, earlier today when we were talking about it, he was saying he was thinking that maybe you know if they put Jamie Collins to shadow Kamara, how do you how do you feel that matchup would go? Well, that's what I think is going to happen. I think it's either going to be Collins or a curse. Like I think you have the personnel to do it, but I just think Kamara is such a mismatch to anybody. I don't care who it is, you know, and especially I think how much time he's going to have in the pocket to Drew Brees. I mean, Kamara is going to separate eventually. He's not going <laughs> to, you know, you can only limit him for so long. You know, that's what scares me. The thing, the thing is also if you actually with, with Jamie Collins, if you go back and watch the Packers game, and you just see the plays that when they put Jamie Collins on on Jones, yeah, and Aaron Jones, it didn't go well. He got a lot of passes, you know, a lot of he got a lot of passes when they put Jamie Collins on them. I, I don't like that. I personally don't like that matchup. But yeah, yeah I think I put a, a guy who has a little bit more speed on him. Like I wish we had Diggs. This would be a perfect guy. You you just have a guy named like Diggs to sh- to shadow him. But I don't know. And maybe that's like they, maybe they put Will Harris on them. Yeah, and that <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> and and that's another example that Packers game. Another veteran quarterback having time in the pocket. I mean, veteran quarterbacks are going to see that all day. You know, if they have time in the pocket, they're going to take advantage of these matchups. I know you said Breeze doesn't have the arm, but he could dump it off. You know, he could dump it off. He's going to yeah. he's going to make smart moves. Yeah, he's done, like I said at the beginning. This is a smart team, and they have a quarterback that's seen it all. Yeah, he's going to make the right decisions now. Yeah. So. I just don't. Yeah, I just you gotta you gotta play the play up front, man. I don't know because they just don't take the shots, the the deep shots. So if you're the Lions, you're making Drew Brees a pocket passer. Is is that what you're saying? I'm playing cover two. I'm playing like a Tampa two, and just keeping everything in front of me, and just keeping my my corners just on the flats, just you, could, you know, just in case if you know when they if they try to throw a, a swing pass to Kamara, you know, my corners are right there. You know, that, that's what I would do. But so it's a bend don't break type defense. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to. Throw slants all day. Let him throw the slants, but I mean, you're gonna have a guy there and make the tackle, keep it in front of you. Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get into this Detroit Lions offense. First, this New Orleans Saints defense, where this defense is giving up a lots of points. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit, but we'll be right back. You've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you your food, your craving, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with new contactless delivery drop-off settings. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and Cheesecake Factory. Many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spots, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off 
and zero delivery fee on your first order of $15 or more when you download DoorDash and enter promo code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off your, and zero delivery fee off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thanks to the natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they join another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Whether you're in your basement, watching the Detroit Lions in your Lions man cave, or if you're deciding to crash your neighbor's house who's an arch rival of your favorite team. Why are you here, big dog? We don't even like the same team. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through the day through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. All right, guys, we are back. All right, let's talk about this New Orleans Saints defense now. I'm just going to list off some of their roster and some of their starters. So on their defensive line, they got Cam Jordan. You guys obviously all know who Cam Jordan is. On the other side, they got Carl Granderson. In the middle, they have Malcolm Brown, who is just a pure run stuffer, really good run stuffer. Other defensive tackle, they got Sheldon Rankins, a uh, former first-round pick. And then they got Marcus Davenport, who plays a little bit, but he's dealing with a little injury. Linebacking core, they got Demario Davis. Uh, their other linebacker who plays the Mike, Alex Alonzio. They got him from the Jets. Uh, Caden Ellis is the other linebacker. Limited snaps. Hasn't played too much, but when they run three linebackers, he's usually the guy. Their secondary, he got Janoris Jenkins, who's had a pretty solid year so far. few bad penalties so far, but um, been very solid so far in the opportunity. And then their safeties, or and then the other corners, Marshawn Lattimore. Like I mentioned, you know he might not play. So the next, the next man up looks like it would be Patrick Robinson. So... We'll see with that. He hasn't looked very good in the limited snaps he's played. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's technically a strong safety, will play a little bit nickel, and you know when they play nickel formation. So we'll see. How, you know we'll see how much often the New Orleans Saints do that. Uh, their strong safety is Malcolm Jenkins, who's one of their pickups from the Eagles, and then their other safety is Marcus Williams. Um, he's the guy that made the Minnesota miracle. You know, he tackled his own teammate and Stephon scored. <laughs> but Marcus Williams has been a very good player. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you didn't have to bring that up. That's messed up. That's just how I always remember him. <laughs> um, all right. So, Malcolm, what matchup here do you like for the Detroit Lions to attack? Or what matchup don't, do you not like for the Detroit Lions to attack? I, just, I, I mean, it's questionable because right, right now we're looking, you know, we're looking at Lattimore. Is he going to play? We don't know. Probably not. Jenkins, I know he, he had an illness. Is is he is he good to go for this week or he's questionable, but it looks like he should be good to play. I don't know. I would assume he's playing this week. Yeah, I mean that that's another question. But even if I mean if, if Lattimore is a no go, and even if he is a go, I mean shit. What I saw what Green Bay and the Adamless Packers did to that secondary was I mean <laughs> they they tore him up. Well bizarre. You started Adam Lazar too in your I fantasy. sure did. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. I had a good feeling that um Adam Lazar was gonna go off with no Adams. And sure enough he did. He still and lost, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was a good I mean, start. We don't, we don't bring up we don't bring up fantasy right now, but um 
we're playing each other this week actually we, so. we, we are we are so, so we could talk about that we could talk about that later yeah when i beat you <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see but um yeah i mean i i don't trust i don't trust the secondaries i mean i think stafford could have a field day with with his with the secondary and and the, the linebacker coverage like they they can't cover tight ends. They're not good at covering tight ends either. So We're look for, yeah, look for a big day for either you know Hawk, if they scheme it right. Hopefully they can't get it right. If if they do it right, Hawk can have a really big day. Um, Jesse, 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 Jesse James is another one. Uh, he could, he might have more than two targets, <laughs> <laughs> and he could have a big game. Yeah. So I mean. He, he, I think we we could probably do whatever we want to do on this defense, except running the ball. I mean, I think they're going to try to. They're going to. I think Detroit's going to try to keep up honest, and they're going to you know try to run the ball. But the Saints have a. They're pretty good up front as far as you know. Their their run defense is is pretty solid. Yeah. So I think if they have any weakness, is their their secondary. So I think we just got to take advantage of their secondary, especially if Lattimore's out. If Lattimore's out, and who's who's the guys coming in for him? I believe it'd be Patrick Robinson. Patrick Robinson, you at- and what? No, you you attack him all game, all game. You attack, just attack, attack, attack. Because he's either gonna be on Kenny Galladay or he's gonna, he or he's gonna be on um Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones. Yeah. So either or, you just attack. Yeah, you know, I agree. Um, I like the tight end matchup a lot in this game as well as TJ Hawkinson and Jesse James. Like I mentioned, they are the worst ranked team in covering tight ends, so they've had a difficult time. I was looking just through their just looking through the numbers the first three games the teams that they play so they played the Tempe Buccaneers so that's OJ Howard and Gronk solid day for them week two Darren Waller for the Raiders went off and then week three you know the Packers I mean we dog on the Packers tight ends because you know these guys are just not playmakers these guys are more for blocking but they they had over double digit targets combined with all three of their tight ends with Robert Tunyon former Detroit Lion. Mercedes Lewis, the geezer, and uh, well, Sternberger. <laughs> and Sternberger. So, I mean, if you if the Packers are scheming in tight ends open in a game, the Detroit Lions most definitely have to scheme their tight ends open in this game. I mean, a lot of motions, and those guys were getting some big yardage on you know those plays. That's something the Detroit Lions need to do. They need to scheme these guys open, guys like TJ Hawkinson, guys like Jesse James. If Hunter Bryant's available, maybe making his debut potentially. That's a guy you know maybe you could use in the passing game as well. So you got to scheme these tight ends open. Um, they, they've had a very difficult time stopping it. So I do really like that matchup as well for the Detroit Lions. I hope, man, because so far it's like I feel like we've been having a hard time trying to scheme these tight ends open. Mm-hmm. Like you have Hawkinson, I think you could do so much with that guy. Yeah, you can do so much with Hawkinson. You could. The thing where I've never seen, I haven't seen Detroit do yet is have Hawkinson out wide. Like you yeah. can line Hawkinson up and have him out wide and have a mismatch against a you know him with the safety or or linebacker. Like I just don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> There's yeah. some stuff that they do, I just don't get it. Again, Hawkinson's a guy that he's a top ten pick in the draft. Give him ten targets. <laughs> like he's a guy that needs that should and should get at least ten targets. Yeah. I love the motion game as well. They did it a couple times last game um, with Jesse James. You remember I told you I loved that one play where they got that first down with Jesse? Yeah. Stuff like that, man. I saw the Packers doing that a bunch with Robert Tunyon and even Sternberger a little bit. So that's a matchup I definitely – I mean, that's something I try to do a lot in this game, honestly, with the motion. The Packers were running so many motions that game with their speedster, Tyler Irvin, and then with their tight ends as well. So that's something I want to see Detroit do. 
maybe Jamal Agnew or Marvin Hall could be that Tyler Irvin in this offense. I could see that. I could see Agnew definitely being a Tyler Irvin. He's they're very similar players. Yeah, yeah, very similar. So maybe see some Agnew. You know, we saw him a little bit more last week in Arizona. I could I, de- I could definitely see some more Agnew this week. You know, using him in the motions just to you know keep him honest as well on defense. You know, because the speed is just so deadly. I like those play. They they had um Agnew in in like in a drag route. Yeah. Last week they need to do more of that. Mm-hmm. They got like twenty yards route. too, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I don't. I mean, they trying. It's like they're trying too much as far as like the end of rounds and yeah, the quick screens. It's like it's like defenses are like picking that shit up. They see him all right. Like, all right, he's either gonna catch a screen or he can do an end around. Yeah. Nah, send him on a drag, man. I I like when they did that. That that, that was a good play. This is a game where the Detroit Lions need to use Marvin Hall, in my opinion. This is a game mm. where you need to stretch the field. You know how you mentioned Alan Lazard last week? Yeah. This is a yeah. Marvin Hall-type game right here. Stretch this the is a field. Marvin Hall game. Stretch the field, man. Go out deep and let's let Stafford use that arm. Yeah. I mean, even if the run game is not working, the play action was still working for Green Bay last week. Their run game wasn't great last week with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, but the play action game was phenomenal for them still. Yeah, because they're still, I mean, even though they, what Green Bay did is they kept, they kept they kept New Orleans honest as far as yeah, that they did. You got so to. yeah. I mean, you can't just you, you can't, can't just abandon it. <laughs> yeah, so they, they kept them honest. You know, you know the New Orleans still was playing to you know to stop the run, and that's when you can take your shots deep, and that's that's what Detroit's trying to do. Detroit's trying to get teams to you know respect Detroit's running game. Yep. You know, you know, have an extra guy in the box, so we can take those shots down the field, and and that's the reason why they're trying to force this running game. Even though, even if it's not working, they're trying to force it. It's trying to get teams to respect it. And if they do that, we can have games like we could just, you know, throw the ball downfield. You know, yeah. Hopefully, this is one of those games because we actually need it. We actually yeah. need to throw the ball downfield this we, game. We need, we need to sling this ball this game. We need to use Stafford on this game. You know, if he's accurate this game, this is where the Lions could win this game. He needs to be accurate in this game. He can't be overthrowing guys. Like you remember that San Francisco 49ers game in uh, week two and eighteen. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Ha- we can't have that type of performance. <laughs> no, nah. and again, those are like early games, week two, week yeah. three. Uh, I think Stafford's pretty much. He locked should be. In. In a, he should be locked in soon. Between right. this week and you know when he comes back from a bye, I think we're gonna see Stafford in midseason form. Yeah, because you know Stafford had some overthrows last game as well. You know he wasn't all. I mean he was sharp for the most part. You know he missed a couple throws, but for the most part was very sharp. I'll, I'll take it. I mean I know a lot of people were like kind of like oh he should have played better, but what his passer is like one nineteen. Yeah, no, he had, I mean, one, he had a, he had a one nineteen <laughs> passer rating. I mean he had two hundred seventy yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions. Is Stafford play like that every single game? Two touchdowns, one interceptions, two hundred seventy yards. And we win. I'm happy. Shit, I don't no, care. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I think we got to use our, our deep threats this game though. I mean, the Lions got we the do. personnel. The Lions got the personnel to do it as well. Like I mentioned, especially, this is a, this is a Marvin Lattimore. Hall type game. This is a Marvin Hall type game. Especially Lattimore's not hundred percent. Even if he plays, if he plays, he's not going to be hundred percent. And even so, when he's played, he's not looked that great. No, this he has. He's been. He's have, He has. He's having a rough year. I told you. Yeah. What's it called? Cooked him. Uh, Lazard cooked him. Yeah. So yeah, he's not having the best year. So this is a game, man. This is this is a game. <laughs> and boy, if we pulled this off, I'm just saying, man, two going two to the bye. Yeah. That'll be that'll be impressive. Something that's shocked me a little bit, and like if you didn't if you haven't been watching too close to the New Orleans Saints, something that might shock you a little bit, because they have so many good pass rushers, like name wise, but their pass rush has been like very eh so far. Like they don't get to the quarterback as fast as you think they do. Like Stafford will have time to throw these ball, like to throw this ball. 
Yeah, so, yeah, and, and the way the way that um our offense has been playing, yep, yep. yeah, I, I think we would have a lot of time. I think we, would, I think the O line is going to do good, do good this week. Yeah, I mean the only thing uh, they've been doing really well on defense, like I mentioned, this defense has been giving up a lot of points. But one thing they've been doing really well is stopping the run, and they've faced some very talented running backs. Like I mentioned, Aaron Jones last week. Um, you know he wasn't all that great last week. He was. I mean they they. Tested him a lot. I mean, the Packers wouldn't stop, but I mean, they they limited him. They did a very good job versus him, and then they did a very good job week two versus another great running back in Josh Jacobs. So uh, they they can stop the run. Yeah, but, that, they definitely can. So I I know what you mean. Like we're gonna we're gonna be running the ball. Obviously, we, we have AP. We're gonna be running with him. You know, they're gonna keep him honest. But I don't know how successful it's gonna be in this game. Honestly, that's not that's not. I think they're gonna hold him to like like a three yard average, maybe. I was gonna say this might be like a two point seven type average type game. Yeah, it's gonna be something <laughs> yeah. like that. But they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna run them. You can see them get like at least fifteen cut fifteen. He'll run the ball at least fifteen times. So you're gonna see them. They're gonna run the ball, but it may not be may not be pretty. You think we'll see some more DeAndre Swift this week and more in the passing game? That'll be smart. That'll be smart. I'll I'll like that game plan. Because the Packers a lot last week, like I mentioned, they used Tyler Irvin. So maybe it's like an Agnew or DeAndre Swift in the, more on the offense this week. Yeah, yeah, that could work too. That makes sense. So one of those two. I mean, DeAndre Swift needs to see the field more. I mean, he didn't. He saw what seven snaps last week. Yeah, only seven. Yeah, I know they won, but yeah, that's your second round pick. You got to use it more, obviously. Yeah. All right. Um, you got anything else to add on the Saints defense? No, I do not. All right. Let's get into our predictions. So cue the Fox NFL music. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the record is. So, Malcolm, the fans actually chose the Lions to win last week, didn't they? Very close, but they, they won. They Very chose close. Them. Very close, but they did, you know. The, the, the Kool-Aid riding fans, we stuck by it, and they, they went, they pulled it, we pulled it off. Nice. Okay, so me, you, and the listeners, they they all got a, got a win this week. So, yeah. I'm, I'm currently leading the standings. I'm the only guy that has two wins right now. So, I'm two and one. You're one and two. The listeners are one and two, and Pierre's one and two. So, yep. That, that pick might have saved me. I might win this thing now. It's still early, though. <laughs> but, um, we'll start off with uh, Pierre's predictions first since he's not here with us. He did leave them. Pierre man always be having the boldest predictions. Like, boldest prediction. All right, so Pierre's taking the Detroit Lions to win this game 27-24. to So he has the Lions winning this game versus the Saints. Mm. So that's bold. Um, bold prediction is... Tracy Walker has a pick, a sack, and a forced fumble in all of this game. <laughs> all of that in one game. You know, as Pierre would say, it's bold. I'm trying to make a bold pick. It's bold. That's why they call it bold. I know. Like, he goes so bold, but it's like not even realistic anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I even told him, I was like, bro, while you're at it, just, just throw in a safety. While you're at, while you're at it, throw in a safety, bro. I mean, you, you're pretty much there. There you go. I, th- I think he wants Trace to be a baller of the week. <laughs> mm, yeah, yes. I mean, with that with that stat line, you are going to be baller of the week most likely. So baller, You might be baller two weeks. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Malcolm, what do you got? All right, so I even had time to think about this, but I already know which at which way I'm going. I know all the listeners are like, we all know the they're like, <laughs> they're like, he's picking the Lions. You got them right picking the Lions. Let me just explain why I'm picking the Lions. First of all, I don't trust quarterbacks over 40. 
and I've been saying this from the beginning of time. I don't trust quarterbacks over 40. It, is, uh, it, is, it, just, it just is what it is. I just don't. I, this is a team that, you know, if we play it smart, we, we could beat them because I think we have we have the weapons to beat them. And I think it is just neutralized Camara. I think they're. I think they're done. I think if you neutralize Camara, I don't think they, they they have. They could go up like other ways, to, like take over the game. I don't see my, uh, Michael Thomas playing this whole game to take over this game. I don't see Emmanuel Sanders being able to take over the game. So I think if they control Camara, we win this game, and I think they could do it kind of easily. So I'm actually going. I'm actually going 27-17 Lions. So a nice, like, convincing one. Yeah, it's gonna be a nice convincing win. This, this is the game right here that's going to bring everybody that doubted the Lions, you know, bring them right back onto the ship. Everybody jump right back on the ship. That's a right, convincing right, win. Right, right into that bye. So going to this bye, we're going to, you know, we're going to have all the fans back and we come back and play the Jacks. So my bold prediction, it's not as bold as Pierre's, but um, it's pretty bold. Um, I have the Lions holding Camara to under 60 total yards. Wow. Both in the passing and running game combined. That That's... I combined wow. under no, 60 that's, yards. That's bold. Under, under 60 yards. Now let's go, Lions. Let's wow. go. Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not as optimistic this week as I was last week. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints to win this game. I'm taking them to win 31-28 in a close game at Ford Field. This game just really screams to me one of those like moral victories almost type games. You know, like when we beat the when we almost beat the Chiefs last year. Like I feel like this is a game where people are going to be excited about but it's just Why? the New Orleans the New Orleans well, just well, the New probably will be excited they're one and two the record's the same as us yeah, I know. they're not superior they're like what makes them better than us right now I think we're getting a very we're gonna get a very mad New Orleans Saints team this week we are I mean, they, yeah. we, they, they've played some very difficult teams we have to but they have played some very difficult teams I mean they played the, the box week one they played the Raiders week two and they played the Packers week three so I mean that's a difficult three games we've had a difficult three games as well so um, this is going to be a nice showdown in Ford Field, I think. I think it's going to be a nice high-scoring affair. Offense is going back and forth. But I just feel like at the end of the day, Alvin Kamara is just going to be too much for us. Um, I think he's going to have a monster day. And then Michael Thomas' impact just on the field. Even if he doesn't have a big day number-wise, I think just his impact on the field like Galladay last week is going to make an impact in this game. If that's opening guys like Trey Smith up or guys like Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, that's going to be interesting to see. This line's run defense is still not convincing to me. They looked better last week, but I still think Kamara and Latavius Murray will have a nice day. So I'll take the Saints to win this game 31-28. to My bold prediction, though, is in the line's positive way. I think Matthew Stafford completes at least four passes for 40 yards or more. So I think we're going to stretch the field a lot. Yeah, wow, okay. So um, at least four or more 40-yard passes in this game. I like it. So that's my bold prediction. But I do have the New Orleans Saints winning this game. And you guys, the way you guys could vote and get your picks in is going on the Pride Podcast Instagram page and clicking on our story on Saturday morning. We post a poll of Lion Saints, and you just got to click on whoever you think is going to win. And then that's, you know, Instagram does all the calculations and all that stuff. So uh, that's how you guys, you know, get your vote in. So, And then we'll reveal it, obviously, in these preview episodes to see if you guys won or lost or you guys could keep up with it on the page. It's really up to you guys but <laughs> i think on that note i think that's all we got for this episode of the lions versus saints preview it's an exciting game i'm glad this game means something after a big win in arizona let's go lions prove me wrong go win this game you know this yep. is a big game prove me time, wrong. To jump, yep, time to jump the standings you picked yeah. the, the wrong team yeah. let's go oh, yeah. yeah you did i mean hopefully i mean pierre you know he admitted he was wrong last week 
I mean, I hope to say the same thing next episode. I hope to open up the episode. I was wrong. Let's go. But I'm taking the Saints to win this game. But <laughs> all right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. If you guys don't mind, go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys listen to your podcast, and leave us a nice five-star review and tell us how much you guys like us. So that helps out a lot. It gets out to other listeners so they can listen to us if they haven't listened to us yet. So it helps out a lot. If you guys enjoy us, leave us a five-star review again, and I'm out. All right, y'all. Y'all already know who it is. It's me. It's your boy, Malcolm, and I'm out. Peace. finally over football is back you might not be in a game this year but you can still be in in all the action at bet online bet online is going an extra mile to make sure you get you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to teams players and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else You can get in their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.